We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris, and uh, thanks for rejoining us. We had a week off last week as Thanksgiving hit, and neither of us had any time during the week to record. Nope, not me. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're back, and we have uh, well, hopefully will be a very fun episode for you guys coming up as we do yet another tasting room for you, all with one brewery that neither of us had had any beer from. Yeah, I don't think I've had any beer from this. Um, shout out to Hannah. Uh, she works for us at Breakside in our support staff. She lives not too far from this brewery and brought me back some beer. So we'll be getting to that in a second. Uh, finding us on social media is really easy. Instagram.com slash beers on us is our Instagram page and then our personal pages. I'm on Twitter only at Mike Lynch 27 and Patrick's at PDD085 on Instagram. And you can find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Omni, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com. Uh, wherever you find us, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, it helps. And it uh, we saw a really great review on Apple Podcasts this last week. So really, really appreciate that. Uh, whoever, whoever it was who sent that into us, it was... Nice to read. It yes. Was, uh, Thank you. Good good, uh, good validation that we're kind of doing the right thing here. So uh, appreciate that. And um, if you liked last week's episode, let us know. That was It was the big elephant in the room that we wanted to talk about for the entire time the podcast has been in existence. And it just kind of worked out that way that it, that it happened last week or two weeks ago. So let us know what you thought about that and uh, your opinions on big beer and, and all that kind of stuff. Because I think it's a really polarizing topic it's an interesting topic but i'm not sure necessarily where the general public sits right outside of like people in the beer industry we know where they sit for the most part um but just regular old beer drinkers out there who listen where do you sit on the big beer thing do you care or no let, let us know on our various social media pages uh we can beer quickly i didn't do a ton in new jersey uh beer wise i uh, actually had a regular old budweiser twice because uh I ran a five-mile race, and they gave us free beer tickets, but the only beer options were Bud, Bud Light, and Miller Light. So, so you went Bud Heavy because it had the most action to it? Yeah, because it wasn't <laughs> awful. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, and actually hadn't had a regular Budweiser in a while. I was like, you know what? Not the worst thing in the world. I did see, though, you had a yingling <laughs> at a hockey game. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Devils-Rangers game, and uh, you know, I'm not expecting a lot, but I go up to get, get some lunch and it's some chicken place and in the arena. And uh, I'm looking, and it's like, oh, you know, regular, regular, okay, generic, generic. Yingling! Yes! <laughs> I haven't had one. I would do anything to have one. Uh, not as good as I remember it after living out here, but uh, still the best case that I could have had, or the best beer that I could have had at the game. So There you go. Pleasantly surprised. Um, my uncle has a huge beer fridge, which I put on Instagram, and uh, you can kind of see what he had in there. Uh, I didn't get a chance. Someone said I should try the Founders Porter. I did not get a chance to try the Founders Porter because my uncle's also a big wine guy. Yeah. And for Thanksgiving Part 2, which we do, which is the leftovers the next day, he uh, was taking us on a trip through France. Ah. Uh. And uh, we had five different wines that he, like, 
followed along a river and it was like he was actually doing he's a huge huge wine guy uh and they had just gone on a cruise over there so he was like oh these are all the places we went and here's the wine and I was like, okay it was really 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 good wine so i did not have beer that day so i, I did not get a chance to try that founders porter but uh yeah that was my that was my week in beer um i got to enjoy celebration monday yep at breakside i went down and uh <clears throat> had the <clears throat> barrel aged taster tray plus choose a beer afterwards yep uh, I chose the Champarado from the Oligarch series because uh, I had previously had the Cocoa Breakfast and the Bacchanado uh, already when the, those beers originally came out. So I had the Champarado, and I also uh, decided that I liked Grandpappy better than Grandmammy. That was my <laughs> that was my official decision having those on tap. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my week in beer. Nothing outrageous, but uh, I did get to have a Yingling, and I did get to. Uh, uh, have the taster tray from Celebration, which I was very happy about. Well, that is more exciting than anything I did. So well, you worked a lot. Kudos. I did work a lot. Um, deep into this Celebration thing, a lot of barrel-aged beers, just tasting them. Um, some of them taste just as good as I remember them, and some of them have fallen off, if I'm being honest, and some of them have gotten better. Um, so that's been kind of cool just to kind of see that progression. I've been drinking a lot of Breakside's Bazooka Face, which is a Slab Town exclusive beer. Um, it's a session oh, I IPA. I wonder why you're drinking that yeah. one. Um, I really, really like that beer. And Dylan, our head brewer at that location, uh, asked me to help him brew it. So there it is. I got to. Uh, so, so I've got a little. I got a little stake to claim in that beer. Patrick. And, Patrick. And Patrick. It's, it, it's it. It tastes delicious. It's four point nine percent, and it's got some good orange character and good hop hoppiness, but a really really light body. What did you do in the brewing process? Was it like really intensive, or did you just like help along the way? Or I just kind of helped along the way, and you know when you got to put. You know, I helped kind of clean the tanks when they were done, when we were done with the mash tun and the the whirlpool and the kettle and added the hops and and some stuff like that and just helped take tests and readings and it was kind of cool. Sounds pretty Timing. cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, I watched Dylan do a lot of stuff. He was like, just stay here for a second. And then like ran around the brewery and like pulled a bunch of random levers. And I was like, yeah, I'll just stand right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be right here, man. You let me know. Oh, man. That's, the, that's an interesting thing that... I think it'd be cool at some point in the life of this podcast, if it would happen, if we could learn how to brew a beer from scratch. Yeah. And like someone just gives us a tank that we can learn with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, doesn't give it to us, but it lets us use a tank and we could just try to make a beer because I don't know anything. Yeah. And you know, I've got some. a decent, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, we'd be in trouble, but <laughs> I'd give her the old college try. Well, that's what I'm saying. Somebody could help. Hold our hands. Yes. But it would be kind of cool to kind of do maybe like a, a two or three episode thing where we go on this location and we do part of it and record part of the podcast and talk about what we just did and, yeah. you know, how much we messed up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we could taste the beer and uh, regret everything that we made. <laughs> That'd be super rad. I know some peeps. Maybe I'll put the word out. That could, you know, at some point. Yeah. At some point in the life of the podcast. Uh, anyway, let's get into Tasting Room. I don't remember what episode this is off the top of my head. I want to say this is our fourth Sure. Tasting room, maybe our third. Uh, so the brewery of choice today is Altamont Beer Works in from that, California. And where in California is that? Oh, Do was, you know? I was just looking it up. Their website is like. Well, I'm sure it says on the bottle, right? Their website's like the not working. Um, so I was having. Kind it's of in Livermore, some California. With that, but I'm trying. Like, where the hell is Livermore? Well, I well. I'm how about this? It. I'm looking at you it. You pour the beer because you got the beer next to you. I found it. Oh, it's okay. east of, <clears throat> excuse me, it's east of San Francisco. <clears throat> Jeez, I think I'm getting sick. 
Oh God! I know. <clears throat> uh, slowly back away. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like north of San Jose, east of San Francisco, uh, kind of s- slightly southwest of Stockton, um, kind of right off of I five. Interesting. So it's kind of like in the no man's land of the north northern California big cities. Yeah. Is it? Does it look rural, or is it like still pretty suburban city? I mean, it's it's not too far from the bay. Yeah, but that's pretty far out there, though. Yeah. I mean, Once but, you get out that way, it's like, <clears throat> hey, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but it's that main highway that connects I-5 to San Francisco. What is that, 580, 880? Sure. Sure, one of those. I've been there once. I don't know. Yeah, so it's right there. There and, you go, Altamont Brewing. We've got three Altamont beers, and we have, I think that's the beer of the week that Patrick has sitting right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 a fun thing we'll get to. I, I'm a little nervous about that. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It's totally harmless. Okay, it looks, it looks as if, like, I'm drinking... Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, uh, this is their Cashmere Fuel, which is an India Pale Lager. Okay. Um, I haven't seen a lot of India Pale Lagers in a while. This is their four. It says the fourth beer in our IPL Fuel series that goes heavy on cashmere hops, both during Whirlpool and the dry hop process. Smooth, clean bitterness and delicious, deliciously crushable with notes of lemon, lime, and melon. Uh, India Pale Lagers are basically kind of just hoppy lagers. I mean, you're still... You're basically hopping it like you would an IPA, but you're brewing a lager. So it's going to have that kind of, it should, in in theory, should have that nice hop character. A lot of times I get a ton of like fruity notes to it, uh, but still with that kind of crisp lager body. Well, smell it. It smells very fruity mm-hmm. right, right mm-hmm. away. Um, and the I have never had a beer so correctly described to me on the can as this one. Yeah, that's great. It is melon. Yeah. I am getting like cantaloupe mm-hmm. as well as the citrusy lemon lime flavors, but mostly the melon. And I, I am a huge fan of cantaloupe and to a lesser degree, honeydew melon. But uh, I used to call it honey duty melon when I was a kid. That was I, I didn't know how to say it correctly. And it was honey. Do it. Mommy, I want honey duty melon. Uh, yeah. okay. no, no, you don't, Mike. No, you don't. Uh, I love cantaloupe, though. It's my favorite melon. And um this tastes a lot like that. This is really refreshing. Um, the aroma and sensory description I found online of cashmere is described as having delicate yet strong aromas of melon, coconut, citrus notes, such as sweet lemon, lime, lemon peel, or an edge of grapefruit. All right. Well, I'm getting mostly melon. It may contain woody, spicy notes akin to coriander, especially when boiled. All right. Well, again, I'll, I will say I'm getting mostly melon. Yeah. Uh, I'm not getting a lot of the spicy notes. I'm not necessarily getting uh, coconut. But um, yeah, I don't get much coconut. But the coriander is interesting because the coriander does give kind of that lemony lime. Is that what that is? Too, yeah. I always thought of that as like a stronger <clears throat> spice than that. That's, I mean, coriander is used predominantly in like gosas, and that's why you get like some gosas have that kind of like seven up, almost sprite squirt, squirt like a grapefruit, lemon lime almost kind of flavor. You that derives a lot from coriander. Anything you dislike about the beer? No, it is very refreshing. It, it almost. This might come across as uh, weird sounding or hypocritical maybe because I don't like juicy beers, like the juicy hazies. Yeah. It feels like I'm drinking a beer, but that's also kind of juice. And it's like refreshing because of that. It like is if, a little thick. Like if you have yourself like a glass of like orange juice or apple juice, it's usually mm-hmm. pretty refreshing. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of that with the fruity melony flavors in this. I would say if there's anything, I, th- I think I would want the body to be a touch lighter. I do think the body's a little heavy, but... This is a lager meant for an IPA drinker. Is that the difference between being an IPL and an IPA is its thicker body? Well, I mean, 
the difference your your main difference of, is lager and ale. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I've had I've had IPL quote unquote. It's such a broad term. Uh, I mean, it even just got recognized by GABF. I think they have an IPL category now or a hoppy lager category. I don't remember. So I think we're still kind of in this figuring out what to really do with it. But I I would say that it's going to have a lighter body. I mean, this tastes more, this is like, it feels, doesn't taste, it feels more like an ale than an actual lager. I would say, because the body is thicker. I, I just, if there if I was nitpicking this beer, I would say I'd want a touch lighter body. And for those, including myself, who uh, have forgotten the very basic, what is the basic difference between an ale and a lager? In the most layman's term possible, fermentation fermentation temperature. Okay, ales are brew, ales ales are fermented at a higher temperature than lagers. Lagers are fermented cold, around like forty three ish degrees, somewhere right around there, to where ales get fermented anywhere from the high sixties to the low seventies. Okay, and that <clears throat> what is a change in the taste? Like what is a again quick? Well, the cold it ferm- could it could be large. I'm assuming there's lots of different. Yeah, the cold things. fermentation takes a, a longer process. And so it's going to create that lighter body. The ale temperature at a higher, at a higher, it's going to kind of make it quicker, going to make the fermentation process quicker and give your, your beer a lot more body to okay. it. Okay. Okay, cool. Understood. IP, or, uh, IPLs. Lager is a little bit lighter body than ales mm-hmm. in general. All right. We got two more from Altamont Brewing, or Beer Works, excuse me. Uh, one of them does not look like it's from California. No, it looks like it's from Hawaii. Yes. That's the Maui Wowie IPA, or there's the Dank Row IPA. Um, I have a feeling this Dank Row is going to be hazy. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It's a, quote, sticky, icky, crushable IPA. It has it has code words in it. Dank, sticky, experimental, dankiest. But that doesn't always mean hazy. Right? It doesn't always. Or does it? No. Da- I, to me, dank doesn't always mean hazy. I just it just means for, really, really, really hoppy. I just look for keywords on beers, and lots of times those tell me it's a hazy. Well, do you want to give it a shot? Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Let's let's find out. Is Patrick correct about Dankro IPA, which has a really cool can, by the way? All of these are really cool cans. It doesn't look hazy, does it? Mm-mm. Yay! Yay! It's not hazy. Woo! Mm. It's That's just exciting. gonna be dank and hoppy. That's all it's gonna be. That's exciting. Now, is the Maui Wowie going to be hazy? We'll yeah, find out. Who knows? Uh, this can, now I kind of get it. It's called Dank Row. It kind of looks like Death Row Records. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. there's like some some pot plants on it, and it looks like there's a guy in the electrocution chair wh- whose head is a hop. This looks like it's like a Block 15 hazy. Ooh, I like that term. Because it has the, it, it's not clear. Let's let's be honest. It's got a little bit of a, a haze going on, but um it is not a hazy IPA, that is for sure. No. There's no there's no chunks of pulp yeah. floating floating around in this beer. Don't love the way this beer smells. Really? No. How come? Um I don't it smells really malty. Um yeah, it just smells kind of malty, maybe a touch oxidized too. That's weird. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I don't like this beer. I don't like this beer at all. <laughs> I don't understand. So I get a lot of hop character. I'm I'm getting some oxidation. There's a lot of oxidation. I'm getting the oxidation. Yeah. I am getting the oxidation yeah. in this one. <laughs> yeah, this is not uh I don't I don't love this beer. Um Oh, and I don't want to drink this anymore either. You're gonna pour it back in the can? I am. 
That's a talent. Oh, you're spilling it. I know I am. Okay. <laughs> really, really solid on-air producing right here. Um, <laughs> and it's all over me. Okay. Well, that's how much Patrick disliked that beer was uh, had to try to pour it back into the can Ooh, and did not enjoy it very much. No, that's rough. I don't, like, I'm sorry. If you're going to sell a beer to me as dank yeah. and it's not a hazy, right? Right. I'm expecting, like, really, really powerful, noticeable hop flavors. And there is hop flavors in there. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's not hoppy, but... It's being masked by something else. I don't... I think it's being masked by a lot of flaws. Like, it, it almost <clears> tastes <throat> like a little bit sour. Yeah. And I think that's, again, that might be a flaw in the brewing process, but I don't know. Uh, an experimental hop 07270. I do not know anything about that. Summit and Columbus. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not loving this. Feels like hop fillers. All right. Well... Oof. So we like the first one a lot. Yeah. This one... We're, we're one we and really one here. We really did not like. Yeah, we're one and one. Uh, final one is the Maui Wowie, which uh, I don't want to finish this beer. Um, I'll just drink out of the can. When you pour yours, I'll Fair just drink enough. out of the can. What is the description on this one? This one is a single malt IPA that is light in body and color with soft bitterness, mosaic and citra, gives strong aromas and flavors of guava, pineapple, and mango. Okay. Uh, it's also clear. It has again a little, it's got that haze, little bit that of like the block haze. 15 haze, yeah, but it's not a hazy IPA, at least it doesn't appear to be so. Um, I wonder why this one's called Maui Wowie. Is it, oh, because the mosaic and citra give aromas of guava, pineapple, and mango. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it just came from the dank row. <laughs> Should be called death row. Oh, this um, one's good. I like this beer. <clears throat> Yeah, this one, you're right, it could be like the, whoa, this is a regular beer again. <laughs> hey, this doesn't taste like garbage. Um, this gives me a good, like, West Coast IPA vibe, mm -hmm. which I like a lot, and I'm a huge Mosaic Hop fan, so for me, I can kind of get that flavor in there, and it's a single malt IPA, so it's not, it's it's way more bitter mm -hmm. than than the first two, to be honest with I, you. I dig this beer. I like this beer. I like the way it smells. Comes across nice. I mean, it's just nice to have beers from... A place we've never had. Right. Uh, and I apologize to anyone from Altamont listening to us talk about your Denker IPA, but we just did not. It, yeah, not a fan. It did not sit well with us. But the other two, quite good. Yeah, the cashmere fuel was really nice. I dig that a lot. Um, I like the the can art, too. I do, too. On the Altamont. Uh, this one, a little bit less. It reminds me of uh, Crash Bandicoot. The little, uh, I forget the name of the it's guy. Like, the little floating mask yeah, that yeah. comes with you. I it's forget like his name. Crash Bandicoot meets uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, I'm not a huge, I mean, it's a cool can because it's got cool colors on it. Those two cans are really cool. Crash Bandicoot. Hell yeah. Classic game. Classic game. Yeah, it's PlayStation. We have that for the, the Nintendo Switch. It is? Oh, it's on Nintendo Switch? I thought it was a PS only. Uh, no, they put a, my, uh... They, why am I acting like I know about video games? I, I don't know. That's, don't know that's my territory. I don't know anything. Uh, we, we got the, like, it's the Crash, like, trilogy. You got all three of them were on one thing for the Switch. Oh, cool. So it's pretty cool. Um, all right, so favorite of these three, I think I'm going to go Cashmere Fuel is my favorite. I really like that one. It was very refreshing. This one is good, though, the Maui Wowie. I'm going to agree. I, I like the Cashmere Fuel. You right. know what's too bad is she gave me four, and there were two of these, and I gave one to send to Tasting Panel. 
I was like, oh, I got an extra one here. Take this. And now I'm like, oh, I wish I, I wish had I that. had that one because I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, but it's cool. I mean, they're they're that pocket where Altamont is, kind of in between San Francisco and Sacramento, that kind of area of Northern California. There is so much beer in that area that. I want to taste more and more. There's like like that's Moon- like Chico over there too. Yeah, right? like Moonrakers around there, and uh, Hen House is around there, and Altamont. You know, not far from Chico, which is Sierra Nevada, and then not far from Petaluma, which is Lagunitas, and then you get to Santa Rosa, which is uh, Russian, River. Russian River, and you got all that kind of stuff over there. It's kind of a pretty big hotbed. For beer, especially in that, that's the Northern California area for beer right around there. Uh, love me some Russian River. Yeah, so I'd like I'd, I'd like to actually kind of take a trip down to that area and just kind of bounce to all these breweries. And we're starting to see a lot of them come up here, you know. Hey, in, br- in brewery trips, and stuff. just, uh, <laughs> you got you had me at take a... Take a... I'm in. Yeah, let's go. Um, all right, so that's going to do it for today's tasting room. The three Altamont beers, uh, the two of which we thought were quite good and. I'm very, very nervous, excuse me, about the beer of the week that's sitting in front of me. The label's faced away, so I can't read it. It looks like I'm about to drink celery soda. <laughs> and uh, we'll try it next on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And let's see what this celery soda looking thing that you put in front of me is it is it looks like water it looks like hard like i'm about to get iced here like a smirnoff ice is in front of me it looks like a soda you are what not am I, what am i drinking it is you're not about to get iced this is from lagunitas have you ever been iced before i have many many times mm-hmm. i went to wazoo we drink a lot i've only been iced once but uh oh. it hurt my lungs a lot oh good to know yeah. i'll keep that in mind yeah. <laughs> um this is from lagunitas it is just called Hop. It is a hoppy refresher. I've had this before. This was in my fridge, and we needed something, and I thought it would be cool because it's something different. Okay. This is zero carbs, zero calories, zero alcohol. Oh, it's this one of those. This is not a beer. It's one of those. This is a hoppy, like hoppy carbonated water. So my celery kind of like soda, soda was well, correct. <clears throat> The celery thing, I don't quite agree with. Well, so I, I we talked about Jewish delis yesterday, and uh, I went to. Oh, a that's great, right. We were talking about Jewish delis. I went to a great Jewish deli when I was back home uh, for Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving, and uh, one of the things that you can really only find at Jewish delis is Dr. Brown's soda, and Dr. Brown's is a New York company. It's a big, big Jewish deli soda company. I always get the diet cream soda. It comes in, like in this light, ta- light tan, light brown can. Uh, but they have something called celery, and it's celery soda. It is disgusting. Sounds terrible. But it's in like a light green can, and it's kind of like a similar color to that. So that's, that's yeah. kind of what it was reminding me. It looks like I'm about to drink seltzer. Uh, the like. ingredients are carbonated water, dried hops, nutritional brewer's yeast, and natural flavors, whatever the hell natural flavors well, means. Uh, so aspartame. Yeah. yeah. It is gluten-free. Um, the only thing it's got is it's got, I don't know what MCG is. Micro kilograms. No, that'd be with a K. Yeah. There's a little bit of vitamin D in it uh, and 65 milligrams of potassium, which is 2% of your daily value. So after a run, I can have some some of this. Yeah. It'll kill all get my a, muscle, my own muscle pain. Get get some of that potassium in your body. Um. All right. Well, I took a sip. It is very refreshing. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I really necessarily like. I'm like getting blown away by hop flavor or anything, but it, it mm-hmm. tastes kind of like a flavored seltzer to me. Yeah, 
And Lagunitas made it. That's so <clears> weird. Uh, and it's made with hops. Because we're starting to see this <clears> trend of the non-alcoholic beers are being made, right? As everyone's fighting the low-calorie fight. Like, everyone wants to have, like, a white claw because it's super healthy for you or all that kind of stuff. Um, interesting to see Lagunitas do it. I don't know how long they've been doing this thing. but uh, I've only seen it in town for maybe, like, six months. I've been meaning to bring it on the pod, but I keep forgetting. Um, but I had one in the fridge. I I like just drinking this. It's a little expensive to just like slam two or three a day. It's not that expensive, but they're probably like two bucks a pop. Right. You could do better just getting yourself like flavored seltzer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I just thought, I just think it's it's a cool idea. I'm sure it costs them little to no money to do. They're probably using, you know, the, the basement of the hops, the oldest, lo- longest, least used stuff. And they made this. I think it's kind of cool. It's cool. My question is, what's the market for this? Oh, there's no market like, for it. If you're a beer drinker, you're not going to drink this over having a beer. No. If you're a seltzer flavored water, sparkling water drinker, you're not going to drink this over like LaCroix or no. well, well, Polar. Here's something, though, that I'm that I'm interested in that uh, I've been kind of exposed to at Breakside these days is we are testing the waters on a non-alcoholic beer. I mean, Heineken's doing that. And I'm just, I'm intrigued. I don't know why, but they're doing it. I am intrigued by beer-flavored, beer-ingredient-used, non-alcoholic stuff and how that can translate. I mean, you said it. In a world of, like, seltzers and stuff, what if they can make this alcoholic? Well, then, that's already been made, though, right? But with hops? I guess no. That's true. Like, if you made a Can they make the hop flavor more prominent? Because I'm telling you, it just tastes like a flavored (laughs) sparkling water. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, that'd be the direction to go, I guess. But I'm just, like I said, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm interested to see where this can take us. Well, there's our beer of the week. It is the Lagunitas Hop, which is hoppy. What is it? Hoppy Refresher. That's what it's called. Uh, so uh, that that's it. It's not really a beer, but uh, it does have hops in it. So it is an interesting. It is a drink of the week. It is our beverage of the week. <laughs> that's the B O W beverage of the week. Uh, so thank you to uh, you guys for listening. Thanks to the Altamont Bre- uh, Beer Works guys for not giving us these beers, but for making them so for that making we can them try them. So we can try them. Um, if you get to try any of these beers yourself, uh, including the one that we did not particularly like, then uh, let us know what you think, if you can find it anywhere up here. And if you've had this weird Lagunitas hop thing, let us know. And if you are interested in the uh, non-alcoholic beer route that's kind of forming yeah. with all these places, let I'd us li- know. I'd like to do a podcast on it at some point. Sure. Uh, I'm absolutely down to do that. Um, and once again, if you liked last week's Big Beer episode and have any opinions on it, let us know. We're not sure next week what we're going to do quite yet. Still got to finish the distribution episodes. Um, still got a bunch of other. We got to go back on location. It's been a long time since we've done that, but yeah. uh, life has gotten in the way for both of us recently. So uh, hopefully we can start getting to do that here pretty soon. Uh, remember, subscribe, rate, review wherever you find us. And then social media, Instagram.com slash beers and us is the page for the podcast. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PDD085 on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next week, Thursday at four o'clock. Traces. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.